0: how to handle difficult clients, how to make clients feel appreciated and valued, and how to handle and overcome objections. It might be time to ask for some help. That's why we're here. Lone Team Training has our next live wow training coming up We train your team for you so you can focus on closing loans. Check it out at LoanTeamTraining.com for our next class and see how many five-star reviews we have from past WOW training participants and their loan officers who sent them at LoanTeamTrainingReviews.com. Remember, it's an interactive virtual training with live trainers and we train any of your support staff that is communicating with clients and referral partners. Our sessions are 9 to 11:30 Pacific Time. Check us out and sign your loan partner or team member up at loanteamtraining.com. Hi and welcome to the Loan Officer Team Training podcast. I'm Irene Duford, your host. And I'm so glad you're here today. I know that in today's world, it can get really negative out there. Our self-talk can, if we're not being really careful, it can get pretty negative. And so I am here to share with you some ways that we can think positively and think in ways that are successful instead of unsuccessful. And it has to do with what we say to ourselves. So I'm here to share an episode that I recorded with Dr. Shad Helmstetter, who is a pioneer in successful self-talk. It's called Thinking in the Language of Success. And the reason we have that name is because that's exactly what it is. We can be successful with the self-talk that we give ourselves and the things that we say to ourselves. So sit back, take a listen, enjoy And I hope that you will implement what you learn in this podcast because that's the reason that we have it is so that you can implement, not just listen and learn, but actually do something with it. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and implement. Hi, welcome to the Loan Officer Team Training Podcast. I'm your host, Irene DuFord with Loan Team Training, and I have a very special guest today. If this guest has been in my universe for a very, very long period of time. His name is Dr. Shad Helmstetter, and he is the world-renowned expert on self-talk and the language of success. And so thank you so much for being on here today, Dr. Shad. I appreciate you so much for taking your time out to help so many people.
1: Well, it's it's definitely my pleasure to be here.
0: Well, it has been on my bucket list. So just so you know, when I decided to do this podcast, I thought to myself, you know, I'm just going to reach out to Dr. Shad Helmstetter and see if he'd be willing to be on the podcast. And you know why I believed it? Because I affirmed it. I heard your affirmations over and over that you can do anything if you want to. And, you know, read the affirmations to myself and to the point where I believed them. And so I reached out to you and thank goodness you said yes. Many years ago, some people don't know this, but many years ago, when I came to Carl White with the idea of starting the Freedom Club, I reached out to you by email. I wasn't sure if I even got the email address right, but I wanted the listeners to know that I reached out to him and I didn't know if he would get my email or anything, but He did. And he gave me a call and just really encouraged me to do what I was doing. And I'll never forget that. It was one of those moments in my life that I realized that I'm on the right track, that the things that I've been learning from you really do happen and that you are who you say you are. And that was a big deal for me. So thank you for being here today.
1: Oh, you're quite welcome.
0: (laughs) So tell us about what self-talk is. What is all this self-talk and I do it myself every day, but I'd like the listeners to know from straight from you, the expert on what self-talk is and how they can use it in their lives.
1: Well, from the moment you're born, every message you receive is recorded in your brain. Everything you hear, everything you see, everything you do, everything you think, everything you experience is recorded in your brain short term. And then- All of the messages that you receive that are repeated frequently, those messages are actually recorded long-term, permanently in your brain. And the important thing to know about that is we learned from the field of neuroscience that, that the brain believes the programs it has that are the strongest, and it doesn't make any difference whether they're true or not. In fact, the brain doesn't know the difference between something that's true or something that's false. It simply acts on the, it, and it bases your thoughts, your feelings, and your actions on the programs you have at any given time that are the strongest. So we grow up getting programmed. We all know that. We were programmed first by usually our family, our parents, brothers and sisters, teachers at school, and so on throughout our entire life. And all of the messages that your brain is receiving, your brain is trying to determine which of those are important to help you survive and thrive. Mm -hmm. And it decides which are important by which ones are the strongest, which ones you you hear or experience most frequently. So our self-talk today, with everyone viewing right now or listening, your self-talk today is the result of the programs you have wired into your brain that are the strongest. So what's exciting about this is that we learned years ago, we used to believe, in fact, when I first went to school, we were told that the brain stops growing and changing in early adulthood. So, and that's it. Whatever we got, then we live with. and We have to put up with that. Oh, boy. It just wasn't true. <laughs> it wasn't true at all. Now, of course, because of medical imaging technology and we're able to actually watch the brain while it's working and we can see what it's doing. And what we've learned is that because of something called neuroplasticity, the brain's ability to change itself, your brain is always rewiring itself. And it will continue to do that as long as you're alive. And not only is it rewiring itself, but your brain is looking for the strongest new input it can get because it wants, it wants you to succeed. On the other hand, as I just mentioned a, a minute ago, the brain believes what we tell it most. And so if your brain is waiting for input and it's getting good input, that's the beginning of the language of success. If your brain is getting bad input, negative input, input that is pessimistic or sees life as not working as opposed to life as an opportunity, Mm -hmm. then your brain not only will believe that, but it will base your future, your current and future actions, your attitudes on the belief and it's truth that you can't do it. So I I think perhaps in the science side of this, and I won't make it difficult at all, Mm -hmm. the most profound thing we've learned is that at one time when positive thinking first got popular a few decades ago, there were many people who liked it, but there were a lot of critics, people who said, now positive thinking couldn't really possibly work because thoughts are really nothing. They they go nowhere. They have no substance. Mm-hmm. What we've learned since then is, is this, and this is what's profound. People who think in the positive literally wire more neural connections in the left prefrontal cortex of their brain right there. They make that part of the brain stronger, more active, and more dominant. That's really interesting and important because that happens to be the part of the brain that helps us search and seek out opportunities and find solutions and take action and get things done. So we hmm. could say that's, that is the left prefrontal cortex is, in a manner of speaking, the success part of the brain. Ah. So think about this. People who, who learn to think in the positive are actually wiring their brain to help them succeed on the other hand people who think in the negative are wiring more neural networks into the right prefrontal cortex of their brain and that happens to be the part of the brain that makes you run or hide or flee or or not take action and in fact fail so there is a failure center of the brain and there's a success center of the brain and it's and the the programs that determine the strength of your success or your failure is based on the wiring that you got, the programs you got, the messages that you received while you were growing up and the messages you're still receiving from others and from the world around you. And most importantly, the messages that you're receiving from yourself today.
0: Wow. That's really interesting how the left part of the brain, the right, like you said, in the prefrontal cortex, that makes such a difference, doesn't it? It's to know that to know that there is it's a real. reason it's real. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah. you've done the research, you know, the science.
1: One of my favorite places to, to kind of bring this all home. One of my favorite places in a hospital is the, is the newborn nursery, the infant nursery. And when <laughs> we go there, we, to visit the, a, a newborn, we, we usually stand on, on one side of a, a viewing window. And we look through that window and they're on the other side of the glass in their, in their little bassinets are these brand new infants, these brand new miracles of life. And they, they have their entire life in front of them. And when you look into their eyes, if they're, if, they're, if they're awake, their eyes are open, you can almost see them searching to live out that incredible potential that they were born with. The fact is, no one is born to fail. It doesn't make any difference who you were, or where you were, or what your circumstances were, no human being has ever been born to fail. In fact, we're born actually, we're designed to, to survive.
0: We're, yes. we're designed
1: to thrive. And and so what happens is then then that the little infants, they get their first programs, probably in the hospital room where there's a, where there's a television set on in the corner <laughs> of the room. They get their first programs and then they're they go home and of course then they begin to grow up and first they get programs from their parents and family their brothers and sisters and and then they they go to school and and they have friends and then teachers and then they get older and then and and television and today social media and the internet and and imagine all of those sources as programming sources and imagine that the brain doesn't know the difference between something that's true or false in terms of what it wires in. It yeah. just wires in what you get most often. So a good way to look at that is imagine, make a comparison. Think right now, and any of your viewers can do this. Think of someone you know, or someone you know of, who you would consider to be the most successful person you can think of. So that, that doesn't have to be someone, you know, personally, but they could be alive or not, but, but someone that you can get a clear picture of in your mind that is, that is truly successful. I don't mean just financially, I mean, successful at life. Life. So their life is spiraling up. Their life is working Mm -hmm. and then get a, give a, get a clear, vivid picture of that person, that successful person in your mind. And then, and then. Ask that person to come into the room with you right now and just stand off to one side of you. Mm-hmm. And there that person is completely confident, successful, life is working. Yes. And while that person is there, I'd like you to imagine another person. And this one is the opposite. This time imagine someone who is who is failing at life, who may be struggling and maybe trying, but life isn't working. When I think that I Actually, still think of this young kid who was 17 years old the last time his parents saw him. If they found him again ever, I suspect he wouldn't even recognize his parents because of the drugs that were in his system. He'd probably be in an alley someplace. But that's why I think of somebody who, was, who is struggling or worse than struggling and failing. But, mm-hmm. but get your own picture in your mind of someone you can think of that you know or know of who is failing doesn't mean they're bad. It means they're failing. They're, their life isn't working for them. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then even though they wouldn't want to join us, probably, we're going to ask that person now. Just imagine that person comes in and is also in the room with you and stands over on the other side. Okay. So now here you are. On one side is this really wonderful, thriving, successful person. Life is working. And on the other side is the person who is struggling and, and failing and life isn't working. And then look at the two of them and ask yourself this question. What's the difference between those two people? What's the difference? Hmm. And the answer is their programs. Yes. Because it's entirely possible, and this is profound, it's entirely possible that these two people with us right now, one so successful, one failing, it's entirely possible that those same two people could have been the little infants that we were looking at in the newborn nursery just a few min- minutes ago, and and their eyes were wide open and filled. With, their whole world was filled with promise and potential. And that was then, and this is now. And the real difference between then and now is the programs they got along the way. That is the story of us. But what's really wonderful about The story of us is that our brain is also designed to rewire itself and change. So, self talk is all about the steps of learning a new language, learning the language of success, learning the language of optimism, learning the language that wires this part of the brain to help us do better in life, as opposed to making this part of the brain stronger that helps us pull back and recede from
0: life. What a great story! when you think of the potential that little children have and the programming that they get, it's one or the other. So I'm the daughter of a Mexican immigrant. He came to this country, not knowing anything of no English at all. He was 18 when he came to America. I ended up being his daughter born to him when he was in his thirties. But my dad, this is the thing that I always remember. He's the voice in my head because he, raised me to believe that I could accomplish anything that I set my mind to, as long as I put the work in and be committed and do it. And he always affirmed me. Uh, He was always affirming me and telling me that I could do it. You can do it, Irene, you can do it. And he would encourage me And my mother did the same thing, but I remember my dad because he was very vocal about it. He was verbal about it and it was, it was always happening. Now he wasn't perfect, right? He, he, I'm sure I got some programming that wasn't the best as well, but I'm so grateful to my dad for doing that. And I never realized how important that was, of course, until I got older. You know, the older you get, the more you realize it. But also when I first walked into the bookstore and found your book, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. That was the first introduction to your work. And as I was reading it, I realized, you know, that's why that I'm more confident and able to do things that I, that other people wouldn't even try. And I say that in a humble way, because it made me more confident to have a father and a mother that affirmed me, but he was very intentional about it. And I talked to a lot of people, Dr. Helmstetter, that did not have that. They did not grow up with affirming programming going going through but it's never too late is it
1: no it, it isn't and i know that when we talk about self talk and and how we program our kids i know very often parents i'm one myself uh, parents will feel really badly that maybe they didn't give their kids all of the right messages i had i was fortunate i was studying self talk when I had young children in my family, I have two sons, They're, of course they're grown now and they're very successful in life. But when they were really young, I decided what if I couldn't talk to my sons for 30 days? For one month, I couldn't say anything out loud. And then I imagined that instead of talking to them, each of them had a little bitty keyboard that was strapped to their little bitty child chest and that was plugged into their brain. And then I imagined that there was a sign on top of their little keyboard that said, Dad, Mom, everything you type into my computer will be stored for life and acted on as though it's true. Please be careful. I only have one life. Oh, man. Well, when I thought that, of course, it made me immediately aware of anything I would say to my kids because I realized we would never. Even if a parent got angry at their child, they would never, if they were thinking about it, type in, you are stupid, or you're so clumsy, or you'll never amount to much, or you can't do anything, or I can never, I can never believe anything you say, or all of the kinds of things that, that parents say, and I tend to, or have said, and I tend to not be overly critical of parents because if you think about it, they're just repeating the programs they got. Yes, probably from their parents. Mm -hmm. And so they're just repeating those programs. And and so I recognize that we have, all of us have an opportunity to break that cycle, both with our families, kids in our families. And of course, we have the opportunity to finally break that cycle with ourselves.
0: Yes. And even if they've given bad self-talk or unsuccessful self-talk to their kids as they were growing up, even if they're adults now, it's never too late to change that, is it?
1: No, in fact, I know this isn't a parenting course, but, but I, I would suggest this. If you have kids, and a lot of us do, and you maybe you've given them some programs you now wish you hadn't, it's absolutely, and this works really well. It's absolutely fine to sit down and talk to them and say, this is how, this is what I've learned about how the brain works. And it's kind of like a computer. And I typed some things into your computer that I wish I would not have. I didn't mean them. They I, they weren't accurate and I typed them in and I'd like to take them back and I'm going to do everything I can to prove that I was wrong. Now when parents do that, their kids can many of them have a great sigh of relief because we grow up thinking negatives when we get negatives, just as you grew up thinking positives because you got you were given positives. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's never too late to uh, to make whatever amends you can. It also helps relationships.
0: It does. And I love that idea to go to them and talk about typing it in and that you wish you hadn't. Mm -hmm. I know I've gone to my kids a couple of times and said, you know, I wish I had done this differently with you. But this is even better because you're talking about typing it in. I gave you some programming that I wish I hadn't. One of my favorite self-talk affirmations is it's never too late. No matter Mm -hmm. what we did yesterday or even an hour ago, we can start fresh right now. And for me, it starts with my daily self talk. So I'm very intentional about making sure that I'm listening to self talk daily. And there are times when I don't, and I can feel the difference.
1: I still listen to self talk after all these years. You know, yes. when I first started writing positive self talk phrases, I spent a lot of time learning how to do it to get it exactly right so that I recognize that. I was going to help people literally type new messages into their computers, and I wanted to make sure that they were the right messages and didn't have a double meaning or a hidden meaning and, and so on. So I started writing and, and recording uh, self-talk, and and then people started listening to it. And at first, they listened to self-talk on cassettes. Those <laughs> are little little black things about plastic things. About Remember that those? <laughs> and, and then... People started listening to self-talk on CDs, and then they started to download them. And then today the self-talk is streamed, as you know, to your phone or your, any listening device. All of that, interestingly to me, and I think to your listeners will find this interesting, all of that started because in my first career, I had been very, very interested in human behavior and motivational psychology. But my first career was as a foreign language interpreter. In fact, I was a a Spanish-English interpreter in Cuba during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Wow. And having studied foreign languages and then studying the field of psychology and, and neuroscience, I realized that when we learn a new language and learn it well, we literally think in that language. And I began to notice and recognize that people who who were doing doing really well in life talked differently. And so I began interviewing them and found out that they were thinking differently. That was the major moment when I realized they're speaking the language, they're thinking in the language of success. Imagine getting up in the morning and literally thinking in the language of success, Mm -hmm. real success. Where you, where you see the opportunities in life and you're able to take advantage of them, where you're not stopped by, by fear or unnecessary doubt or uncertainty, where you literally begin to see life differently. And I saw that's what those people were doing. And I recognized having been a linguist myself, that you can learn a new language. Mm-hmm. And it's not that difficult. In fact, each of us learned our first language without ever going to a day of school. We weren't Taught the language, we picked it up. It was yes. we, we simply, when we were kids, the language that we learned to live in was spoken around us in the background of of our lives. Yes. Almost now and then, maybe somebody would tell us a word or something. But no, we picked it up. It's like we still remember the words to. Uh, children's songs that we heard, and and we know every single word to them, word of those songs. Nobody tried to teach them to us. The brain is designed to pick up and learn and then think in and then live in a language. And Mm -hmm. so the early work in self-talk was finding out whether we could apply the same rules like we learn in learning a foreign language. Could we apply that to speaking the same language we speak now but changing the vocabulary to a different vocabulary. And it turned out to be absolutely true. The brain wires in the new messages in time. It takes about three weeks for a new message to actually get wired into the brain. But in time, the brain begins to think in that new language, and then that determines your attitude. Your attitudes, of course, determine your feelings. Your feelings determine your actions. Your actions determine your success. So it all makes perfect sense. And fortunately with the right, because there's science behind it, we can look at this and say, finally, we're starting to figure this out and we can do this.
0: Yes. When, when there were cassettes and CDs, I purchased your CDs. I had the really big privilege of seeing you live twice at events that I went to. And I was able to watch you speak from stage and I was able to realize that I needed to buy those CDs. So I went back that's the first thing I did. I bought the whole thing of CDs. I wish I had them here to show you, but I had the whole list of CDs, all of them. And I found those so helpful to just listen to every day. And what I loved about it is that I felt like you were affirming me, even though you were talking in the in as if I was talking, I felt like someone else was also affirming me, not just me repeating it to myself, but I felt like I was being affirmed at the same time that I was uh, reading the affirmations or the self-talk. And so for years and years, I had those. And you know, what's funny about it? And my, if my husband was here, he would agree with me that when I first started taking on the daily diet of self-talk, he didn't want to have anything to do with it. He said, that's great for you, Irene. I'm glad you enjoy it. You know, enjoy it to the, to the hilt. But I'm not interested. And so I knew better than to push it on him. So what I did is I let it go for a little while. And then I started playing it instead of on my headphones. I started playing it out loud when I was getting ready for work in the morning and that, and he picked up on it just without me saying a word he picked up on. He said, Mm -hmm. that's really interesting stuff you're listening to. And so then he took it on and he started listening to it. And to this day he can read every affirmation about self-esteem that there is because he repeated it so many times while he was walking and he still does that. And so he became a believer after that. He realized
1: it's a daily- That's a wonderful story. There are so many husbands or wives who initially weren't interested, but the other partner was, and so they would do that. They would play it in the back, like when they were getting ready in the morning or something, just play it in the background. And of course, actually, listening to self-talk works much better if we're not trying to focus on it. So yes. that's the way the brain is designed to learn language. So so it just picks it up in the background. So the second person in the household, or the third or the fourth person in the household, they pick it up too. And and the reason that, that it's good to underline that point is because there are a lot of people who get this, who understand it and say, you know, that makes perfect sense. I would love to have my spouse understand this. I would love to uh, tell my kids that they they need to do this. Well, we all know that it's very difficult to motivate someone else to do anything, truly. Mm -hmm. For it to really work well, they either have to want to make a change themselves or it has to happen to them naturally. And so we found that hearing self-talk played in the background is one of the best and most effective ways we've ever found to help people get that change, but get it naturally.
0: Mm-hmm. I wish I'd have had that those CDs when my older kids were very very little, because I I think I bought the CDs and my youngest one was at the point where I could teach him very intentionally about self talk compared to my older ones because there was an eight and eleven year difference between my mm-hmm. older two and my youngest, mm-hmm. and I I feel like I did the other ones a disservice, but I didn't know you know any better. But they have taken it on as adults. So it's never too late. They've taken it on and they're very intentional about it as well. But what I loved about it is my youngest son was able to pick it up naturally. And if I could go back and do anything differently as a parent, I would be playing self-talk through speakers in my house every single morning, every single morning. That's what I would do. And I think it was Brian Buffini that said, doesn't he do that? I think Brian Vitiene so. does yeah. Yeah. that. I think he did that with his kids, and look at the difference. It makes such a difference when you <laughs> raise them that way. So I it-
1: think the the exciting thing about about that is that people have made just amazing positive changes in their life. And I think what happened was neuroscience took away it it removed self talk from the field of um, maybe good ideas motivational ideas, but that come and go, and maybe they work, work for some, but not others, and so on. Self-talk got removed from the field of doubt and into the field of science. And I like that a lot. I happen to like science, as you can tell. But what it means is we can rely on it, and it doesn't play by our rules. It plays by its rules. As an example, someone might say, well, I could try that, but I know it wouldn't work for me. I understand that because their old programs are still alive. So their old programs are talking for them. And and they might say, no, that would never work for me. That's just one of those things. If that person were to listen to self-talk, their brain wouldn't care whether they believed it worked for them or not. The brain doesn't care. It doesn't even know. It's simply going to wire in. It's going to do two things. It's going to wire in the new self-talk if you give it enough repetition. The key Mm -hmm. to all success is repetition, repetition, repetition. The brain is going to wire it in. And then when the brain is wiring in the new self-talk programs, it starts to run out of space because we have a finite brain. We only have so much storage space. Mm -hmm. So what the brain is designed to do, and this is the term that's used in neuroscience, it's called pruning just like pruning a rose bush so it'll grow better next year. It gets rid of the, the parts of the bush that it doesn't need. The brain it starts to hear the new self-talk, the new positive messages. They're repeated again and again. It begins to wire them in. Now it needs room. Now, when you're learning the new self-talk, you stop using the old negative self-talk. And the brain sees that, oh, that's not used anymore. That's unnecessary. I'll prune that out. So it yeah. actually literally deletes. There's a delete button in the brain. Love and that. And so th- this doesn't make any difference to whether the person who's trying it or adopting it trusts that it will work or not. That doesn't really make much difference. Just do it. And the brain takes over from there. It's designed to do that. And with repetition, especially after about two to three weeks to start, Mm-hmm. You find that you're changing the way you get up in the morning. You start changing the way you look at things. Mm-hmm. And your brain isn't your brain doesn't have compartments like one compartment for money, another one for weight loss, another another one for relationships. It's all it all is intermingled in the in the in a lot of programs in in the brain. And so people will let's say they start listening to self-talk, self-talk for weight loss because they want to lose weight. So that's a good one. Because you can measure that. Yes. And so they're listening to self-talk for weight loss and they're starting to change how they look at food. And then they're starting to get better at monitoring what they eat. And and then they start to get to work on time. And <laughs> they start to argue less with their husband or wife. And they and what happens is the self-talk, it's the language that's beginning to to, to take over. And that becomes the dominant language. And that that's literally the difference between being able to look at your future and and knowing that it, this is going to work i can i can do those things i wanted to do i'm not that person who just fails i, I don't have to live in doubt i was born to thrive mm-hmm. it's time i got with it i think i'll do that
0: yes i love that so much that story you know my my husband as i told you when he first took it on he would come back from his walk and he would say, Irene, it just, it, I don't believe it. You know, It doesn't feel real, like it's not true. And I said, no, not yet. Keep it up. Keep repeating it. Keep it up. Yeah. Keep listening to it. And he did. And it made a huge difference. Made a huge difference. So,
1: so that, that's really interesting because when people ask, how will I know if it's working? You'll know that it's starting to work when your old programs start to argue with you. So your old programs, they don't want to leave. They've been with you for a long time. They think you, they own you, and they don't want to leave. So, so, so they'll start to argue, and they'll start to say, oh, this could never work, or I could never do that. Oh, come on, this is just listening to something. How could that possibly work? That means it's starting to work. So exactly the right thing was happening. He would come back from his walk and say, I don't, I don't believe this. It, here's what's actually happening. Someone can say for 30 years, I have the world's worst memory. I can never remember names. People say that. We've all heard them. And they'll say it frequently, usually. Oh, I'm just not good at memory. I've got the world's worst memory. Then they go to a party, and they meet someone who they really want to remember. And 10 seconds after they've met the person and been introduced, 10 seconds later, they're going through their mind trying to go through the alphabet to figure out what that person's name was because they've already forgotten and they feel terrible about that. And then the brain says, hello, I just (laughs) did what you told me to do. You've been telling me for 30 years. I can't remember names. Done deal. We did it. So then you start listening to self-talk and you learn that you can turn those negative words around, turn them into the positive. It's one of the early steps that, as you know, that you take. And when you turn those words around and you say, I'm good at remembering names. I like people, I'm interested in them, I care about them, and I'm really good at remembering their names. But when you first say that, you think you're lying. Mm -hmm. You're not. You think you're kidding yourself. No, No, you've been kidding yourself for 30 years. You've yes. been telling yourself the untruth for 30 years. Now you're just setting the record straight and watch what happens in a few weeks. You're not only remembering names, you're remembering names of people you didn't really pay attention to that much and you've got their name. Mm-hmm. The brain is just waiting for you to give it the right directions.
0: It's amazing what how the brain works and if we just understand how it works and we trust the system, so to speak, trust doing the self-talk every day. As a mortgage advisor, you know that having a high-performing loan team is critical to building a successful business. But training them can be time-consuming and it can detract from more important tasks like generating leads and growing your business. But that's where we come in. We created Loan Assistant Mortgage Training Bootcamp, a self-paced, online course available immediately to train your team, including newer loan officers, on how to actually do mortgage loans. Our course takes them step-by-step through the process from taking a complete loan application to creating effective communication with clients, referral partners, and team members. When they complete the class, they will have the training to be an asset to you and your mortgage business. Visit LoanTeamTraining.com and navigate to the Loan Assistant Mortgage Training Bootcamp tab to review our course details and enroll. With our training, you can confidently delegate and devote your time to growing your business even more. I know what to do every day, but I'd, I'd love to hear from you. How someone who's never heard self talk before, who's never been involved with self talk, uh, intentional self talk before, what would they do? Now, the first thing is, I know that you have an amazing app now called Self Talk Plus. I've told probably thousands of people about it. And it has made such a difference for everybody who listens to it. I love it because you can take it with you everywhere you go. It's on your phone. You can listen to it every day. You give great tools for success about listening to self-talk on it. There are different um, subjects that they can listen to if they're having some issues with one subject or another. Tell us about that and how they would utilize that.
1: I really like the self-talk app. I I, I love uh, it. It's just amazing. Aren't we fortunate that we live at a time like this when we, when we can have something that we can put in our pocket. Yes. There's our future imagination. is just waiting for us in those self-talk messages. I really like it. And I'm I'm confirmed in that because, well, I may not have to listen to self-talk, but I still do because I I still like it. Uh No, I think it's because I still want to get better. So, when when people start listening, they may not have the enthusiasm yet that you have or that, that I have, but that's okay. Fortunately, as we mentioned a few minutes ago, uh, self-talk works best if you listen to it in the background. So rule number one, don't try to focus on the self-talk. Okay. Just let it play in the background. Your brain will actually do better at, at storing it, recording it, wiring yeah. it in. mm mm-hmm. Uh, One of the reasons for that is because if you try to focus on the self-talk, you're also getting the attention of your old programs, and you're getting them to argue with the new programs. So if it's just playing in the background, it's not that much in focus. Your brain is still hearing it. The mother will wake up at 2 in the morning when her her infant child down the hall whimpers. Our brain is listening, so you don't have to worry about whether your brain will hear the self-talk or not. We're designed to 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 listen. So there are a lot of programs to choose from, but choose the start with something that you want to work on most, something important to you. Okay. So it probably have to do with either something that's been working against you or some goal you have, a good okay. goal. Select the program or programs that that are most interesting first. And then you can always fill in more as as time goes on, as you listen more and listen more. So find something that you're really interested in, some subject, it could be succeeding professionally. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have hidden programs that tell them they'll never be as good as they'd like to be professionally. And it literally affects their phone conversations. It affects how they write an email. It affects how they do in a meeting. It affects how they treat and deal with customers. Mm-hmm. or prospects. So so there are many deep programs people have about that, some of the deepest. So you might choose that one and start listening to it. So choose that one. Listen to it as regularly as you can. The, the best rule of thumb is 15 minutes a day at a minimum. Some people listen more than that. Don't overdo it. The regularity is the most important thing. It's called spaced repetition. That's something you hear the same time each day the brain pays more attention to and focuses on more internally and wires in quicker so so if you listen while you're getting ready in the morning or driving in the car maybe on the way to work it can be any time but try to do listen about 15 minutes a day don't okay. expect too much of it that is don't expect tomorrow your life is going to be totally different <laughs> just let it just let it do its job after about 3 weeks you can add another subject And then another subject. I recommend no more than three subject areas at a time. Okay. So you can listen to one or two or all three of those in a day. But take it easy on yourself. You've spent a long time getting those old programs. Just follow some simple, easy steps that will allow you to stay with it. So if you try to overdo it right away, right up front, your old programs will argue so loudly that you may just say, this isn't going to work, and you'd stop. And you've just cut yourself off from the potential change you could have created just by staying there. So I recommend, don't overdo it, about 15 minutes a day, no more than three subject areas at any given time. You can always go back to them again. Mm -hmm. Most people do. They'll go back as a refresher or something on something on some subject later. That's fine. And then go on to the next subject and then on to the next. The key here, and I want to underline this. The key is not to just get good self talk about one thing, mm-hmm. like professional success. The key is to learn the language of success. Uh-huh. So you start with an area that's most important, but then broaden it out so that you're literally thinking a new way without trying to. And after weeks or months, you'll do that so naturally that, and watch for this. People will ask you what's what's changed. People will ask you, what's going on in your life? You're, you were different in that meeting. What's what's happening? Something's something that's going good for you? Did you meet someone like that? No, it's just your self-talk and it starts to express itself. And then you start to look in the mirror and then you see the person in that mirror is looking better every day.
0: <laughs> uh, that's so great. If, if anyone were to ask me, Irene, of all the things that you've learned in your life, What's the number one thing that has helped bring, bring you success and happiness. And it's always the same answer for me. It's always learning about self-talk and creating new self-talk in my mind and always learning and, and always progressing in that. And anyone that knows me knows that that's important to me as, as a coach. When I coach loan officers, I never teach a class or coach anyone without using the self-talk and telling them about it because I know what a difference maker it is. It is the language of success. And I love the story that you tell the mother that was going into the airplane. Do you remember with her, I think, I don't know if it was her daughter or son and they walked past first class. Do you remember that sir? Can you tell us that story? Cause I would love to hear that again.
1: If I remember it correctly, the child wanted to sit in first class. Yes. And I think the mother said, you'll never sit in first class. (laughs) And what a program that child, and of course the mother wasn't trying to give her the wrong program. That child today rides in first class all the time. And the child is growing up now and rides in first class all the time. Fortunately, because the child got Different programs along the way, but so much of our station in life is based on programs that other people gave to us, and their programs were injured to begin with.
0: Yes, and they're
1: sharing their lack of belief with us and putting on us.
0: What are you excited about that you're working on right now? Like, what what are you doing? I know you're always growing, you're always learning. What are you working on that we you could tell us about that we would love to hear about?
1: Well, I'm continuing to write new self talk programs. And uh, it's probably pretty understandable that it takes a long time to, to write self-talk really well, because when we're going to get a repeated message, there can't be any hidden meanings in it. That would be of the wrong kind. It, it needs to be very clear, very straightforward, and each, each individual self-talk message has to support the one next to it, and so on. So that takes a long time to do that. And, and then those are recorded either by myself or by another individual, we call them self-talk teachers, language teachers, as opposed to just narrators, because uh-huh. they're, they're literally teaching a language. And there's an, a new series that, that was just put on the app recently. It's a series of programs that deal with, it's, it's called Positive Living. It's a great program just to literally surround yourself with self-talk that deals with every important aspect of your life, so that one was just released, and and also we just released a new program called Self-Talk for Recovery, and my word, the response we've gotten to that, you know, recovery can be such a it's such a can be a difficult thing, and there's so so much fear and doubt, and so many old programs are attached to create uh, problems with recovery. So it's wonderful to, to hear from, from listeners. And they, they write to me and say, Dr. Shad, thank you so much. I'm a new person. And of course, what I want to do is write back to them and say, well, thanks. But no, you're the person that you were born to be. You, yes. you just found that person. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, okay. So to answer your question, I'm continuing to um, write self-talk. Probably always will. I'm working on another book about um meaning and purpose
0: wow i can't wait to read that book i know a lot of your books if anybody wants to hear about dr shad's books they're all over amazon i love each one of them i have almost all of them and i even have this one right now that i'm working on currently 365 positive talk for for uh, 365 days of positive self talk for weight loss I'm working on that one. You know, I have a question for you. I'm just super curious about. So I've listened to the weight loss self-talk, and I've lost weight. Without it, I would not have done it. it because I got rid of a lot of programs and stuff. And then I stopped listening to it. And you know, you drift. You start to go back to your old habits if you're not careful. you start to go back to your old habits. And so I'm in the point I'm at the point right now where I'm going to start really focusing on it again. And I have gained some weight. And so I want to lose weight again. Do I just keep listening to the self-talk forever? I mean, always now, what do we do to stop the drift?
1: There are two other areas that that should be focused on with self-talk for weight loss. And one is, it's really important with weight to write down goals. And you may do that already because you're a goal setter. But write down goals. The more specific the goal is the greater the chance you'll have of making that goal come true. Okay. So one would be goals. And the other is after listening to self-talk for weight loss for a while, and you get the gist of it, and you can see how your some or most of your thinking is changing, be sure to add self-talk for self-esteem to it. Okay. Because self-esteem doesn't really mean it's it's often misunderstood. Self-esteem doesn't mean just loving yourself. Self-esteem means your estimation of who you are and who you choose to be. And so listening to self-esteem after you've listened to self-talk for weight loss can have a really beneficial effect because it's about who you choose to be. So it takes the emphasis and the focus off of food and puts the emphasis and the focus on how you feel about life and how you feel about the small individual choices you make and that tied to a goal. So you know where you're going, you know what you want. That can be really beneficial. So I'm, I'm not a medical doctor, but I should mention the word keto along with that subject because, <laughs> because keto can help.
0: Yes, it can. Thank you for that because that really answered a question for me that I've had for a really long time. You know, why do we drift? We, we can be so good in one area of, of our life and have success and be great there but then in another area it's really really hard and so i just have been using self talk to do that but i have drifted away from what i know and what i've studied and and learned and and done every day with the self talk and i feel bad about it you know like i i should not have drifted that way and so we can beat ourselves up but that doesn't help us does it
1: all, all that's been happening, and it's no fault of yours at all. It's just normal. You've focused on one area or a couple of areas instead of uh, taking which you'll possibly do next. Just expand that some. Listen to self-talk in completely different areas. Because, again, you're learning an entire language, not just the language of eating in a restaurant or not just the language of driving in a car. You're learning the language of living. Mm-hmm. By by broadening the base of self talk that you listen to, you may recall that I I lost fifty eight pounds in ten and a half weeks by listening to self talk.
0: Yes, and
1: my wife at that time, I don't know if she believed in what I was doing or not, but but I do know she was putting on her makeup at the other end of the of the double sink mirror each morning as I was <laughs> listening to self talk, and during the same ten and a half weeks, she lost. Twenty-five pounds eavesdropping on my self-talk, <laughs> and yeah, that was good.
0: Oh boy, that yeah. tells the story, doesn't it? it? Is the truth?
1: It tells the story. It, it's it's one of the. It was one of my early awakenings when I realized it didn't make any difference if the other person was interested or understood it or believed it or not. It didn't make any difference at all. Her self-talk mm-hmm. changed, and her weight went down as a result.
0: That is so interesting. Well, for those of you listening, Dr. Shad has so many wonderful books. Some of the ones, the first one for me was What to Say When You Talk to Yourself, and that is a staple in our home. I want you to know, Dr. Shad, that I had every, all three of my kids have read that book. It was required reading in our home once I found out about it. Wonderful. Each one of them have. Our youngest son got it when he was 12. I think he was 10 when he read it. And then he read it again when he was 12 and he's read it several times. Both of our, all three of our kids have read it, but we did that for him, at least for him, I, I think for all of them, but especially for him, cause he was way younger and we knew more at that point, we actually gave him required reading for summer. You know, he would earn points or earn privileges by reading books and we would give him choices of which to read. And that was on the top of the list. I also did the same thing with my grandson. I have a 15 year old grandson and a couple of years ago, he asked grandma, what can I do to earn some money? And I said, I'll tell you what you can do to earn some money. (laughs) So I gave him the book. He read the book cover to cover and he had to give me a book report on it. I was so proud of him, so proud of him. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that you wrote those books, that you're continuing to write books because it never ends, right? You have new awakenings, new things that you become aware of. You learn new things, and you're sharing it with the world.
1: We can always take one more step up, all of us. Yes. So I, I plan to live, my goal now is to live something just beyond 100 years old and have an unfinished book.
0: Oh, that is such a great goal. <laughs> uh, I love yeah. that you have that set in your mind, and that's what you're going to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you've lived yeah. your life in a healthy way to be able to do that, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah
1: self talk has made a has made the difference in my life, mm-hmm. and I can't really imagine what it might have been like without it. And plus the fact that I, my goal originally still is was to help others. Yeah, every day I get to get up and and somebody's going to get better somewhere. Yes, I, I got a I received an email yesterday from uh, in Russian from a, a lady in Russia who's listening to self talk. And it's just a wonderful feeling to know that people all over the world are getting this and understanding it and figuring it out and and making changes. I would love to see this world, let's say 50 years from now, if we all started to use the right kind of self-talk and became the people we were born to be in the first place.
0: It's amazing how many people you're helping. If you think about the ripple effect of the thousands, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people that have change their life because of the work that you've done with the self-talk and getting it out there and writing the books and giving us education on it, because otherwise there's a lot of people that would never have known about it. And I'm just grateful that I was able to find the book. And then when I found out that you were speaking at the event that I was going to, I was like, wow, I can't believe this. this is so amazing. And it's been the one thing, like I say, that has changed my life and has changed the lives of my family my, the people that I coach, the people that I train. Uh, like I've always said, everything I do in business will always, well, at home too, but especially in my training and in my coaching, we will never have it without self talk because it's the key to everything else. It's the key to success. Well,
1: thank you for everything you're doing. You're helping a lot of people.
0: Oh, I'm so, I'm so grateful. And, you know, today for the listeners, I want to tell you that. I have lived a dream today. Like I said, when I first started the podcast, I wanted to make sure that you were a guest and I'm so grateful that you were, and you're helping so many people and through you, I get to help people or, you know, the things that I've learned from you, I get to help people with that. And of all the things that people tell me that I've coached over the years, it's the one thing that they keep coming back to is thank you for teaching me how to change my self-talk because it's made a difference in my life and the life of my kids. And to me, it's all worth it to to hear those words, knowing that the ripple effect of what you have taught me is going to other people as well. I'm living a dream today that you said yes, and you're on the podcast and we're sharing it with thousands and thousands of people. I'm so grateful.
1: Blessings to you, let's keep doing it.
0: Yes, let's keep doing it. So thank you so much for being here. And we're going to put links in the bottom of the show notes with the books and uh, events. Do you have any events coming up that you want to tell us about?
1: No, most of them are Zoom events. But uh, when when I do a, a large public event, we usually put it on, um, on my Facebook page.
0: Great, great. And the Self Talk app has the uh, Zoom events, doesn't it?
1: Yes, it does. It does. Yes.
0: I noticed that.
1: Yes. yes yes if you're a member of self talk plus if you're a subscriber uh you're invited to not only um, self talk seminars but also uh, live coaching programs so it's it's self talk coaching programs yeah it's really nice
0: yeah so it's a it's a blessing all the way around and thank goodness for good technology so
1: we appreciate yeah. you
0: listening today thank you dr shad for being here and You know from the bottom of my heart how much it means to me, and I really appreciate it. If anyone who's listening to today benefited from what we talked about today, please share this podcast with other people that you know that could benefit from the self-talk today. And if we've earned it, if you could leave us a five-star review, we'd really appreciate it. It helps the podcast get seen by people. And also, if you know anyone that is looking for training for loan officer teams, that's what we do. It's com, and we sure appreciate you being here today. I hope you guys have a wonderful day and start working on your self-talk and go to self-talk plus in your app store and you'll find it there. Thank you so much. Enjoy your day.